0: Hey, Mountaineer fans, after a year of being stuck at home, you deserve all the latest WVU gear, gifts, and apparel to show your Mountaineer pride. Our friends at the Book Exchange are offering 25% off with our promo code, BX4Final4. Let's cheer on all of our Mountaineer athletes in gold and blue and support local business too. Shop online at bookexchangewv.com or at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations. That promo code again is BX4Final4.
1: Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast.
0: Hey, it's another edition of the Final Forecast with me, one of your co-hosts, Ashley. Got my boy Kevin Jones with us today. You. And uh John Flowers, who normally joins us, will not be with us today. He must have plans down there in Uruguay doing God knows what. He's probably in practice, honestly. Nah, he doesn't care. Don't don't <laughs>
1: sugarcoat things. He doesn't care. I just saw about the a show. video of him
2: walking up a street that he
1: posted to Instagram. So that's oh, how little he cares. John, for us. I'm see, so
0: disappointed.
1: I seen like him in a in a taxi or something with like a guy in a unicycle juggling, so I don't know what John is into right now. <laughs> so we'll just Pray that he's alive.
0: Yeah, but it's. Uh, oh, we also have our producer Dave with us. Dave will probably be chiming in every once in a while. Maybe, maybe not. Oh All yeah, right, sorry. Neither. I thought you were just like
1: glossing over me.
0: No, I spoke. Say okay, hi. Never mind. <laughs> and of course, we have a very special guest today who will be filling in duties for John Flowers, the infamous Quincy Wilson.
1: Sir, good morning, <laughs> man. Glad to have you on the show. I'm glad I finally made it. I got it made, but but, uh, I'm looking forward to it. There we go.
0: So what you've been up to, Quincy, I mean, obviously, we could go back and talk about all the great things you've done at WVU. I mean, 2003 Mm -hmm. season when we took down number three, Virginia Tech. I mean, hello. And all the, like, the great Quincy Wilson run, which is still infamous to this day. But what have you been up to since then?
2: Well, I will say, thank God for YouTube. It keeps me alive. You know?
1: <laughs>
2: yes. You know, that was pre, pre uh, HD. So, you know, the, the fact that anybody can remember that far back is pretty cool. But i uh, been into coaching. Uh, I'm into my 10th year of coaching. Uh, four years at WU in the operations side. Uh, liked it, but didn't like it once it actually coached. Mm-hmm. So, Uh, jumped in at Glenville, did a year there, and now in the year five here at West Virginia
1: State. Nice. Nice, nice, man. I
0: saw –
1: Go ahead, Kev. Oh, my bad. I was just going to ask, what got you into coaching? You
2: know what? Never thought I would do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, just the chance meeting. uh, It's actually the year we won the Orange Bowl. With Tayvon and those guys down there, and Dana, it was their first year. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in sales, so just happened to go by the building and say, hey, you know, appreciate you guys really kicked some bud and introduced myself. And three months later, they called me for a job. So I kind of just lucked into it, nice. but uh, never thought I'd be coaching college uh, football, let alone coaching in general. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's dope.
0: No doubt. So, I mean, I saw your record. You guys are doing pretty well down there at West Virginia State. Yeah. So that's something to be proud of mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, we um, we. Uh,
2: of course, uh, John Penton, who uh, played at WU as well, uh, is our head coach. And George Shell also. So we have a an that brotherhood. Now, back – and Kevin can speak to this. You know, some of my best friends in life now are my boys from college. Facts. So, you know uh, – so those are the guys that know them. So when he got the job, he said, hey, you know, come on down here. It, it, it was a no-brainer. Absolutely. That's what's
1: up. And it's, hey, um, will go, go ahead. I was
0: going to say, it's interesting, too, because, like, I mean, think back to the guys that you played with. I mean, there's some great guys. Chris Henry, Adam Pacman, Jones. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's insane. Do you still, like, hang out with, you know, Pacman or talk to anybody else on the team, Rasheed it was, Marshall? It was
2: awesome. Yeah. Funny story about that. I hosted both of those two on a visit. You know, Pac-Man straight uh, out of Atlanta, Chris Henry straight out of New Orleans. Oh, right. So they're like the only those two is, is, is Quincy. So uh <laughs> we have you to I hundred
1: yeah
2: yeah I went hundred percent getting those guys and uh actually Pac was here a couple months ago for his big fight was down here in Charleston. Mm-hmm. That that was a great so. event and so it was good to see him. And uh of course uh miss Chris Henry to death mm-hmm. man got a chance to play with him in, in West Virginia and at at the Bengals. So um but you know Grant, I still talk to Grant Wiley. He's back up there. You know some of our guys. You know Pat's, He has his national show. So, uh, West Virginia guys are doing some big things out here in, in the world right now.
1: Absolutely. So, were you the go-to guy for the uh, recruiting trips? Were you the guy that was like, "Yeah, we got a big-time no recruit." One, they, <laughs> they say you got to know
2: a guy. I was all right, you all right. <laughs> there, there we go. There we
1: go. There we go. Was Concierge. that the selling
0: point back back in the day? I mean, because now, no offense. No events to the younger generations, but back in the day, you know, downtown Morgantown and Morgantown in general was just straight popping. Like, is that like, was yes. that like the selling point for you? Like, check out these parties, check out like, you know, what's going on around you know, here. You
2: know what We sold, we sold uh, and, and, and I know Kevin would say, you know, you, you spend the first time with the coaches and you kind of have a dinner and it's kind of real mm-hmm. nice and you're kind of just, you know, everyone's real study, And then they kind of say, hey, take care of that guy. <laughs> you know, you, you know, the one they really take care of, and the ones you kind of are just on there on the yeah. bus. So uh, I, now, I grant I haven't party to Morgantown, but I doubt it's anywhere near where it used right. to be.
1: You know, when, when the mm-hmm. nowhere near, nowhere near. These young kids don't know.
0: They they have no idea. Nah, and it's funny too me. because I was I was reviewing an article earlier today when it was a flashback to the Virginia Tech game that I mentioned earlier. Which after that game, dude, Morgantown was on fire, and I mean that literally. A hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> fires were reported that night. Yeah. Like, there might yeah. have been some structure fires. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah.
2: Well, that was the original burning couches mm-hmm. uh, the year before, 2002, when we played down there. You know, they were burning couches and doing stuff in Morgantown. So, it was, it, so when we went in Morgantown, o- only fitting that, you know, we do it while we're on exactly. campus. Where did that
1: come from? Like, where's somebody just light a couch on fire? It's like, <laughs> like yeah, this is it. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. You well, know, there was a house.
2: There, there was a house. Uh, I think, uh, sort of right there on, on the boulevard right there and all these guys and coach Rod actually stopped and sat in this couch. Wow. And like, it was one of those couches that no one could sit. They even put his poster plastered, his poster onto there. So it was like coach Rod actually came and sat. So I think that kind of the couch and the burning kind of came,
1: came, came mm-hmm. from that. Duh. That makes Duh. sense. That's what's up. Hey, uh, I was, a, yeah. cause you're, you're a West Virginia kid, right? okay yeah yeah, group and weird okay so how important was it for you to play at wvu did you get any other offers or did you already know that you were going to wvu uh
2: you know growing up you know it ain't like how it is now where high school games are televised there's kind of only a couple schools are on tv so you know michigan Notre Dame Florida State so I was a huge Florida State fan work done was was my guy the Knowles, Charlie Ward you know I was a big Florida State fan growing up but as you know I got into high school uh, actually, going into my junior year, I got invited to a spring game, so I kind of you know started following WVU f- from that and uh, fell in love with Nestle You know, got down there and you know met the guys. Coach Nealon was still there, and uh, so I was fortunate enough. You know, uh, went I went on some visits, but you know I, I, it was important to me to stay home. Uh, and it worked out.
0: I'd say. You know, it's what's interesting, too. Like, now we make such a big deal, like, about the Stills brothers, you know, being from Fairmont, hometown mm-hmm. boys. But back when you played, I'm, like, reviewing the roster going, oh, my God, I forgot about that guy who's from Clarksburg. Yeah. Or there was a guy from Grafton I went yeah. to school with, uh, Travis Garrett, that was on the team. I mean, there were so yeah, Travis, many yep. guys from West Virginia and the surrounding areas that were, were on the teams that you were on.
2: do well, you got to think, Coach. I grew up at you know, North Marion High School. So, you know, to him, he put an emphasis on let's get the best kids in West Virginia. I, you know, we're not a big state by no mm-hmm. means. But, you know, the years that we do produce, you know, D1 talent, we, we can't let them, let them go to these other schools. Agreed.
0: Now, how, it's interesting because you, you know, uh, I think, what, when was it? Coach Rod started coaching, was it 2001? Oh, 01. Yeah. So in 2000, yep. your freshman year, um, what was that transition like whenever you, you know, got a new coach in? Were you nervous about that? Did you not know how that, like, what was that like for you? You know what?
2: It was a little disappointing because, like I said, I did go to school, you know, for Coach Neely. And I know you don't go to go to you know, schools for coaches. So I was tell because I'm recruiting that now, but um, uh, it, it was it was cool because, you know, Coach Neal was kind of a golf cart guy, kind of chill, and then Coach Rod was a micromanager of everything. Like even if your socks weren't right, you know, he, he wow. so it, it was it was such a contrast because that's what you know that's how my household was like that. Mom, if you go in my mom's house, she moves something. She asks you, "Why the hell did you move that?" <laughs> you know, it's just one. Or people have problems with Coach Rod. I never, because that's
0: how mm-hmm. I grew up.
2: You know, I, I was used to a my and all that stuff. So it it was exciting. And then at first year, you know, we weren't really good, uh, but you no. Know, we, he, the, the, the message never changed. You know, he was just like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to be the best. We're going to spot the ball. We're going to, You know, so, you know, and I always, you know, consistency is uh, is great. You know, when you're in college, especially, you know, you're going through so many things, you know, uh, are you playing? Are you not playing? Are you hurt? Not hurt. And there's so many things that you go through. And, you know, for me, I, I tore my ACL, so I was coming off surgery. So to me, I, I thought I had a right. clean slate. You know, mm-hmm. So it worked out. Worked out perfect for me, you know. Like having knowing how they coached, and you know, being being, I, I get a chance to compete, you know, for a starting yeah. job.
1: See, seeing, uh has the has the game changed so much since you were playing to the way it is now? The style of ball, yeah. style of running back, like what yeah. what would you cons- consider your game? Like who would you compare your game to if you had to? Uh,
2: you know what? Uh, I was a, uh, 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 what would you say? You carried the ball a bunch. Uh, uh what do you call that? The bell kick. Yeah. That was the bell cow. 30 times a game you know 25 35 times a game and i love that you know i was you know, 220 pounds but, you know i worked. that's what i worked for uh now's game is more uh, running back mm-hmm. by committee um a little bit more like that so i i probably fit in more like you know michigan runs the ball a lot wisconsin runs the ball you know those downhill eye back type, type of places because um you know the game now is to the spread them out you know speed game you know it's, it's about speed which you know these athletes are amazing mm-hmm. now you know you know i Coach a bunch of them. I got to go to watch, you know, the W Texas game this year, and just to watch some of the size of those guys and how they move, it's it's really amazing. And you know, it's uh, uh not not that any of them could tackle <laughs> me right now, but you know, but it's. But okay. I think the the mindset, you know, we were grinded. You know, we were a physicality. You know, if you want to fight in the parking lot, <laughs> we'll meet you in the parking <laughs> lot too. I don't think these guys. Not not that they're soft, but I don't think they grow. Yeah, up
1: they're like not that. about that life. You know, they're all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're gonna. put me on twitter and they're all friends
1: right
2: like, no way like 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 i love fitzgerald but there was no way i was we were gonna be buddy buddies you know, that, that, i mean i knew those guys it, but that's how it was you know you had a mutual respect but you know we damn sure hanging out with you and all that yeah. kind of stuff and, and these guys like yeah. and that's cool you know but you know, there was mm-hmm. a different yeah. and by the
0: way you you look incredibly in shape like you clearly still hit the gym oh, every day
2: <laughs> now uh you know, th- these guys keep me young, you know, I, I, um, with the guys, you know, it's, um, you know, D- at the D2 level, you know, we're, we're academic counselor, we're the strength staff, you know, we're, we're kind of all that stuff. So I enjoy, I enjoy getting in there, you know, working out with the guys. You get sometimes. in practice sometimes too? Oh, the drills? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, but I always forget, I don't have pads on, so I'll oh, get yeah, in you there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a coach, you know? I'm like, hey, I trust me, you, you guys can't hurt me, you know, don't worry ah. You know, sometimes, you know, if you want it done right, you got to really demonstrate it for them.
0: Absolutely. Um, You know, now that we're talking about the transition into the way guys play now, we have Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Coach Brown now here at WVU, it's his third season. I think some people were disappointed, um, to say the least, Uh, even though I don't think it was a disappointment necessarily. I mean, he just got started, really. But what are your thoughts on this team?
2: Uh, You know what? Uh, To me, they fought. You know, they they, they had the season that they had, but they could have easily packed it in. You know, Mm -hmm. anyone that knows football you know or, or basketball you know how easy it is to just say you know what we on the next year and you know they they won those last two games which showed me a lot that's what you know when someone asked me I was like well I'm gonna see what they're about in these last couple games you have Texas you have Kansas you if you anyone knows you lose you can't go to a bowl and they won those games so uh is it ideal you know would you like to be tended to playing for the conference championship uh yeah but uh you know we we, we he, he's making progress I mean I think we got to give him some time I think we're in a 15 minute cycle where we want things right now, right now, mm-hmm. right now. Uh, we have to build. And you know, I think, I think, you know, the recruiting class they got coming in, uh, I think the skill position guys they got coming, uh, we got to give them some time. And, you know, if we're have, still having the same talk after five, six years, then you kind of yeah. get that. But in year yeah. three plus last year with being in COVID, right. uh, to me, I think that's a wash anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I I'm, I'm more judge them by how they finished and they finished strong to me. Yeah.
1: And that's what I was uh, we were talking about before. How how long do you think it takes to build a program where you're like, all right, you know, we built long enough. We we need right. to see results. How, how long do you think that takes for you? Or is well, it just well, different? Gotta, every this as a ba- as a basketball player, uh, uh, and you, you could testify
2: this. If you're in New York City, the Mecca of basketball mm-hmm. and you're recruiting, you're saying, hey, you, you expect to be good now. Yeah, there's talent, there's resources. I can go to Jersey, I can go to you know, you're in a mecca of basketball. Now, if you're in Iowa, you know, the, the resources aren't the same. Florida, yeah. So, I think you know, for, one is where you're at. I think you know, like for instance, uh, who's the guy that just went to USC? He's going to be expected to win now in Southern California. It's Pac 12, it's USC, is now the expectations are different. If you're at Kansas, Football, I will say, you know, you come in there, they expect you to kind of be able to build and kind of be on that. and not that West Virginia is that, but, you know, with no major football teams and, you know, like I said, the state, you know, we're not producing 10 or 15, you know, division one kids where we have to go out of state to get guys, you know, it's going to take a little longer Mm -hmm. and, you know, any, any, and any, you know, or coach Rod. You know, we, we, we it was that third year. We got some guys. We got Lucky Patton, and we're all freshmen. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you're not playing freshmen and sophomores. Him, Steve, all those guys were they were freshmen that that combo. So I think a lot of it's luck. You know, you kinda get a kid that you that you didn't know was gonna be good and it comes on and it comes on and, and uh but like I said, I think in a place where like West Virginia, you know, we need it, it's, it's a little bit different from if yeah. you're at Oklahoma, Oklahoma or Texas where they expect you to win right now because the resources are right thirty miles away from campus.
0: Right. That's, That's yeah, true. no joke for sure. You I'm gotta curious. talk to these
1: fans though, because yeah. they they tough. They are tough. And, and, when you don't want you
2: know, <laughs> <laughs> well, a guy in Nebraska. Uh you no, know, he's a, a alum, played there. And then people are fed up. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't care how good you are. We want to win. You know, we want to win. We want to win. We want to win. now, you know, mm-hmm. we expect it. You know, so uh, I think you know when you're pay- getting paid a lot of money, people have high expectations of you. Yeah, I think I think as long as you're showing progress every year, mm-hmm. I think that's what these ads are looking for. That's you know, like you said, the fans. You know, they want to win these games. You know, and, and and I think I think it's because maybe who we lost to this year. You know, there's more of that that because like you said, six to six. And that, that's in you know, any other year, we're saying, "Hey, we still get to go to a bowl, you know." But I think it's the way. You know, some of the teams we lost to, or some of the teams that the games that got away. Yeah. They, let's say, I think Oklahoma. You know, shoot. <laughs> you know, we're there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we finally go get over the hump. You know, so I think it's more the disappointment of you know the games, not really the season. I think it's a combination of all that stuff. Because hey, we lost to the conference champs. You know, two the te- You know, we lost to some good teams. Mm-hmm. You know, not like we lost to the you know the, the third ranked teams. So. Yeah. You know, think having the Virginia Tech game was good. You know, the atmospheres were good. Beating Texas at home, you know, so there are positives there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm curious what your thoughts are, though, too, because we've been talking about this on the side, outside the podcast, and I don't know whether it's a concern because I'm not a football player maybe don't understand all the back-end stuff of it, but the fact that we've had a couple people that decommitted and we've had a couple guys <laughs> enter the transfer pro- portal, are those concerns?
2: Oh, well, you always recruiting stuff. Yeah. And they, they, and they even tried to make it easier for D1 by having this early signing period. See, basketball is kind of, you know, and Kevin, you might speak to this a little bit, but really your junior year, if you're a baller, you're kind of signing before your senior year of high school. Yeah. And football is kind of different. You kind of play your senior year. You know, you can blow up, and some people can come in late. So say I offer you your junior year, you may rush for 3,000 yards the next year, and every school in the country wants wow. you. So mm-hmm. it's, a li- it's a little bit different, you know, at the timing and, uh, with that, so it, it, it's it's different, but, you know, uh, with, you know, I think, you know, th- there's so many kids out there that, you know, we, we put these recruiting boards together where, you know, we're looking at 300, 400 kids. So, you know, if you do lose one, <laughs> you know, you probably have your top ranked guy and then your top 10. And you kind of shoot for, it, hey, I want these top five. So they all you know, there's always a backup plan. You know, right. To answer your question, it's a little disappointing, but it's just hard to keep these guys committed. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, when, when everybody can kind of, you know, Twitter and any, and, 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 you know, I can sign a uh, top K in the country. He commits. He loves it. Mom, dad loves it. And every single day, someone on Twitter can just hit him. Hey, come right. here. Hey, come here. Yeah. Hey, come here. And then you're 17, 18 years old, especially in this NLI thing. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's so you know, true. There's there, There's so many. Man. There, there's so many things that are going on between the, the between the lines that you know really makes it it's hard crazy. so anybody you sign it's
1: a blessing mm-hmm. really yeah i have to figure it'd be tough like recruiting for uh football compared to recruiting for basketball because there's so many more players like it's so many more different positions you got to worry about that it's right. like how how do you find how do you find somebody it's it's so many players out there like you said somebody could blow up in their senior year and then now you weren't looking at them now they're on your radar so it's it's hard i feel like
2: yeah person you know there could be some guys and i kind of related to like west virginia like you know uh yesterday i watched you know some guys score eight touchdowns yesterday you know (laughs) so he might not be on your radar before but he scored eight touchdowns you gotta look at him so stuff that comes out of it that like like that with that but you know you just gotta really sell your program you know sell your coach just sell yourself and you know make it so obvious to these kids that you know hey i I don't care who calls me you know this is where i'm going i'm committed and you just do you know do what you do yeah
0: Eat shit, Pitt. I know you're not a a quarterback guy, but since you're a coach, obviously you look at all positions. Um, Nico, Mm -hmm. I can never pronounce his last name. I want to say it's Marquial, but I don't know if that's correct. The quarterback that's coming into WVU next year. Right. What are your thoughts on him?
2: Oh, You know what? Uh, I think he's a very good quarterback, but it's also extremely, extremely tough to ask a freshman kid to come in and play, you know, so hopefully – you know, uh, you know, he is is what he's is expected. I think I think he's supposed to come in in, in mm-hmm. December. So he'll get to go through spring and all that good stuff. So uh, I think I think the worst thing we can do is have unreal uh, expectations for the guy. You now let's let <laughs> him get in the system. Let's let him get some guy let's get some guys around him. You know, we're losing a hell of a running mm-hmm. back with we'll, with Lemmy Brown, those guys. Let's make sure in the skill positions that we have, you know guys around him. We, we we know, you know, especially if you watch, you know, some of these schools, especially you know, the NFL, they're always like, Well, we have the quarterback but we don't have anything right. around him. So let's make sure we're yeah, them. He's lucky, you know, that old line's gonna get to grow up mm-hmm. in front of him. You know they're going to get some more starts in front of them, so that stuff. So he's coming into a good situation, but I think we also, you know, we can't expect them to, you know, be a ten game win, winning guy next year as true. well. True, yeah. very true. What do
1: you, th- what do you think about uh, Deggy? Because I think he he's balled out. Like you said, uh, they had two options; they could pack it in. The team had two options; they could pack it in and give up for the rest of the season, or they could fight through it, which I think they did. And a big part of it was him. He balled out those last right. two games. So you know, I know people are very down on him. Even I seen he had a good game and people were down on him i'm like i i think right. that he's he's gonna improve i mean if he stays i think he's staying right for mm-hmm. next season so i mean I think what do you think about that here, yes. that quarterback situation between them two i think the lock room is huge mm-hmm.
2: and and i would be you know outside you know as outsiders you know our message boards people you know we know yeah. what we see you know we know you know, we know practice, we know games, but the locker room, that's what, you know, if I'm in, if I'm Neil Brown from there, there, I want to know, you know, does he have respect in the locker room? And like you said, mm-hmm. he does, you know, guys play for him, you know, does things go right all the time? No, but you know, the, the locker room likes the guy and, and that's, that's the most important because, you know, I've been to some, some locker rooms where it's been divided and we couldn't even get to a practice, oh, you know, yeah. so, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where, you know, if if you know, it, it only takes one one guy or a couple guys, to, you know, to filter, filter fracture fracture it all. So, uh, I think you know, uh, again, I think he he's done what what he's 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 supposed to do. You know, uh, what I like thirty five touchdowns and, and, and no picks. <laughs> yeah. of course. But, you know, play great football conference. There are some great teams. There are some great great schools, great universities, some tough atmospheres. You know, ask anybody that comes to Morgantown, they don't want to come here. You know, and, and and there's some great. I don't know, if, Ashley, if you've gotten to travel, but you know, the Big 12 has some great places mm-hmm. to go to go oh, watch yeah. some football, especially football. So it's a great conference, and you know, I think a lot of times, you know, you know, we we just got to you know be happy with what we got, and you know, and be happy if it's a one point win or a thirty mm. point win. True.
0: I couldn't agree more, but I'm curious, like after we start watching Deggie play, there's no doubt in anybody's mind. This kid knows how to ball. There's no question about that, mm-hmm. but I feel like watching him, I, I wonder if it's a mentality issue. You can kind of tell, like when he gets behind the sticks, he starts to get hesitant about what he's doing. Do you think it's a mental block?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, not mental. I think a lot of times you just, you want, you want something to to be yeah. happen for you, you know, and, and a, football especially quarterback you know you're relying on your protection you're relying on your receiver hey I'm gonna throw you it, throw you uh, throw you to the corner and he runs to the corner you know there's so much more you know that and and especially with the the higher level you go up you know it's timing it's expectation and the quarterback is the hardest position to play Mm -hmm. on the field (laughs) you know what I mean so I think a lot of times it's not that you know he's hesitant I think a lot of times he's trying to force stuff where, you know, hey, you know, all right, well, I trust my arm. I'm going to throw it. You know, well, in this league, that's going to get picked or it's going to be dropped or you have a perfect play on and we yeah. drop the ball. Yeah. You know, there's so many stuff that that goes right mm-hmm. back to him. You know, you know we, we ain't going to say, well, uh, Sam yeah. James dropped the ball. <laughs> or so this and that. Can't <laughs> get the ball to this guy and he needs yeah. to go. So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those positions you know they they're going to give you all the limelight when you're good and they're also going to criticize you a bunch when, when, when you struggle or you know if you're not getting the job job, job done to what they think you're supposed yeah, to be getting that's it done so to. true
0: it seems like the qb does take on the brunt of all of it like this is your yeah. fault <laughs> you know? yeah For real. And
2: you want to surround them with around wow. guys you know and take the pressure off of them, you know and you know uh be a facilitator like the, the kid from georgia you know, you know, he's been a facilitator. Now, you no know, Alabama forced him to be a quarterback. You know, you've seen, you've seen the results with that. But you know, all season, you know, he he's been a great, he's been a great guy. So you see the the difference between you know, the Bryce Brown, who kind of is a Heisman candidate, and then a guy who, you know, you know, same position, both twelve and one teams, but the difference between you know, a facilitator and a guy who that they're really dependent on
0: to make a right. play every time. That's legit. Sure
1: yeah i was um i was wondering man with this whole nil thing that you mentioned earlier what how do you think that would uh would it change do you think you would you would have made a killing off of that when you were in school because i look back on stuff like that and i'm like yo no man
2: yeah like but i know now uh and to have that happen would have been awesome because you know i i had such a great connection with you know being from from the state i knew our dealership guys and i knew this and i knew that so it had been awesome, you know, to be like, you know, "Hey man, I'm gonna come sign some autographs for two hours." Well, here, you know, here's mm-hmm. this, here's that, you know. So I kind of could have facilitated my own, you no know, stuff mm-hmm. there, you know. Like I said, it's West Virginia; it ain't gonna be Nebraska where someone signed you a million dollars, but you know, a thousand dollars in college is, long is, way. Is, is big money, you know. <laughs> You know, if I could have been able to get some of that, that stuff, I think it's awesome yeah. for the kids. I think, hey, you know, if you if you have earning power, cash in on it. You, you know what I mean? Now, now, one says, "Well, what about volleyball? What about that?" Now, I think some of those girls are making more money than the guys. <laughs> you know, with some some, some, of, some of these appearances and all this stuff. So, I think, I think it kind of evens the playing field. At our level, I don't think it's hit our level as much. Uh, D two, I think there's been, like I said, I think some of the girls have benefited more just because you know, they look good. Someone wants, hey, here's these shorts, we'll pay you this, or here's these sweatshirts, we'll pay you this and that. So I think it evens the playing field. Uh, I hate, you know, you know, I, I think eventually they're gonna get to rank and other mm-hmm. stuff, but for now, you know, I think if you if you have earning power, cash in. Like if Johnny Manziel, Ooh, you know, I think if you man. would have had that back in his head, You know, he, he was a professional player at Texas, you know? So I think a guy like football, you know, he could, he could have made a killing. I probably made a killing (laughs) anyway, but you know, that's why I joke. I
1: I was like, yo, these kids probably losing money going pro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that hurts? Do you think that hurts us though? Like, you know, in West Virginia, where we may not have huge businesses with a lot of money, but you know, the bigger schools obviously do. Do you think that's going to have more of an effect Mm. on recruiting?
2: You know, I think that's true, but I think I think WU and I'm and I'm not saying they don't do this, but I think there's a way that they can kind of facilitate that as well. Like you know, they know the players in the state, and they can go to these big guys and say, hey, you know, we got this, we got that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know, hey, hey there's a guy I've seen. I've, I've, I'm in Charleston. I see I see some guys on some billboards down here. So, I, I, I think you know, for for West Virginia, I, 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 like I said, I don't think you're ever going to expect to be big, but tell five, 10, 50 the thirty thousand dollars goes a long Definitely. way. So, you know, I think it's some a- some of them guys or get that you know if you don't got to pay rent or you know you still take care of rent and you're able to shoot mom's mom some money back at home I think I think it works out I think out. it
1: also takes the pressure off of guys to to look to go pro maybe earlier than what they would if they weren't in a in a better financial state you know what I mean so a lot of these guys can relax and be like you know maybe I don't have to force myself to go before I'm ready I can develop more and then now have a legit shot to have a career at the next level so I think it's good for that as well Yep,
2: it, it takes that one less stress and we know how it is you know when you got people calling you you're not just mom it, it could be anybody you know I know I, I know of uh, you I, I dealt with our ticket requests so these guys mm-hmm. need 20 tickets you know and like these people are on these kids and they're and they and they're living through them so I think as long as you're you know there's a, a thing in place to say hey, you know, if you are doing this, if you are having people talking to you, mm-hmm. this is what you need. Know. As long as they're doing it the right way, and then these kids don't get behind. Because I worry you know, it's, it's, I worry about the gambling mm-hmm. aspect but all this mm-hmm. stuff, with the, everything's spraying, all this stuff. And, you know, one kid making the wrong mistake saying, well, hey, yeah, you know, I, I can drop a ball. That, that's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's it snowballing something, to something a lot worse. I, I, I just read, watched a documentary about that on, I uh, think, Arizona mm-hmm. State basketball. Where, you know, one one little one little mistake, you know, turned into this. You know, he he had to fear for his life. So I, I worry about that stuff. But I think as long as there's an educational piece to it, not just hey, you know, if you're going to do that, we don't want to know about it type type of aspect to it. I think you know it can work out, especially at WVU because, like I said, it, people love mm-hmm. our Mountaineers. Yep. <laughs> so I think I think it's uh I think of any place I would sell that in recruiting. So you're going to come to a place where these people are going to love you twenty years mm-hmm. when you graduate. You know they're gonna. Say, hey, hey! I remember you when you did this, and when you played against Pitt, I remember that. So yeah, like I said, I, I you said '03. You know, people still talk about that run. Yeah, like right, it we year. <laughs> We're <laughs> proud of that run. Really? <laughs> so, so, yep. Yeah, so, and that's what makes our fans great. So, uh, and like I said, I hope they use that in recruiting because it's Absolutely. a great tool. You know, it's
0: interesting too that you brought up the whole gambling aspect because we see it so much. Um, I think it was at the beginning of the season. I don't remember. I can't remember what it was about, but anyways, long story short, dude, the hate just came through instantly, and people are like, no, these aren't, you know, Mountaineer fans, yeah, we can get down, but we're not like that, like death threats and stuff like that. Turns out, like, these people are like professional gamblers, have nothing to do with the state of West Virginia, but are coming at these kids with death threats. I mean, what is going on?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's tough. And um, again, it just you just got to educate them. I mean, you can't and they can't be something you do at camp and you never let it go. It's a weekly reminder, but hey, you know, this is the nat, this is the nat. Look for this, look for that, look for people who are just kind of starting <laughs> off just wanting to be your friend and then kind of sort of sort of asking you questions. Hey, is there hurt this week? You know, just Give, give these kids yeah. the tools yeah, for, for success. Sure. So,
1: and along with the uh, the new NIL rule, there's also the transfer portal now that wasn't around before either, which is making, I think, impacting them negatively in a negative way because now you got guys transferring. They can play right away. So there's no incentive, incentive right. for them not to leave. Like, it was like, you know, stuff is going hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, old school, you fight through it if things aren't going your way and you, you know, you get better from it. But now it's like, one thing goes wrong. is like, all right, that's it. I'm transferring. And you can do it now and, and play right, right away. What do you, you think about that?
2: You know, what? I think the original plan I liked. Say, you know, I'm from West Virginia. I like Florida State. I go to Florida State. Uh, I'm down there. Uh, you know, something happens back home. I have to go back home. You know, I shouldn't be be penalized mm-hmm. a year because, you know, my mom has gotten a wreck mm-hmm. or has cancer or whatever. So I get the original portal idea where they failed to see is now people challenge it so say kevin you want to go back you know to the crib you know like, well well you let him go okay all right well we'll let you play well he goes well he can't play you know so it, so it kind of we in this NCA was kind of in this catch-22 and they just said hey let's just make making a portal and then if you want to go you can go so i think and like i said back then you know it was only about 500 yeah. 600 kids you know they were in the portal you got now it's over 8, 000. <laughs> You know, so. It's gotten out of control. And I, I think, you know, eventually down the road, it, well, I know now it's hurting high school career. You know, I got kids right now. I was just, I've been on the road all last week. I was in Pittsburgh and Eastern Panhandle and a little bit of that. And these kids are like so excited to see me, a Division two coach, because, you know, these other guys, you know, well, hey, they were talking to these guys up front. Now they don't, now they're not talking to them. And this is that. So I, I think the port, I think that the, mm-hmm. the portal's a mess. Uh, I think it helps schools like West Virginia and these guys. Are, I think they just signed some guy from Clemson the other day. I, I was I was reading, so uh, I think as long as you you know you use it right, you filter through these guys because we also got to remember these guys are yeah, transferring exactly. for a reason, you know. And you know you're just just picking mm-hmm. up a guy to pick up a guy, you know, doing your homework and you know and it, it can it can it can impact your program, but it can also absolutely set your program I actually back.
0: saw this morning. I think Ohio State's quarterback entered the transfer portal after he made like a million dollars in like likeness fees and stuff like like. I'm confused. It's not like Ohio State's
2: a bad team. I'm, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it, you know, say so they're they're out there, you know, and, um, and like I said, it, it, it can impact you, but it can also be a, a double negative because, like I said, you're bringing a kid in. Now, say you, ha- I've had a kid that's been there for two years, done everything I've asked. Rules are great, just that. And I'm bringing this guy, and I'm saying, hey, you know, I'm gonna put him in uh, fr- front of you like that. So it does, it mm-hmm. kind of can set a negative tone with that. But like I said, I think you, you know, if you if it's used right, yeah. I think it can help for sure. Mm, that's for true.
1: Sure. So so now that you're a coach, man, you know, seeing things from a player perspective and seeing things from a coach perspective, like what, what's that feeling like to to actually, you know, coach a guy and see him get better? I'm sure that's like that's one of the greatest feelings in the world. We,
2: yeah. Awesome, because you know, like they say, the light finally comes on. And of course, I, I coach a running back position where only one guy can play. So obviously, I have six guys in my room. So five guys are watching mm-hmm. another guy play. You know, so you know, you have to be creative and and telling these guys, well, listen, you know, where you where you earn your playing time is practice. Okay, when we do individual drills, when we do. Inside drills because I like to rep all my guys. So you know, it ain't just one of these things. Where we're just gonna watch the best guy play, and all you guys learn from watching. You know, so make sure you take advantage mm-hmm. of your opportunity. Take advantage of it, especially with COVID. COVID has taught us that you know, we can we can come in here one day. We all feel good, and somebody said, "Well, you passed, you failed the COVID test, quarantine for two weeks." You're like, <laughs> "Well, I feel fine." <laughs> you know what I mean? So it happened that fast. So uh, making sure these guys are ready, uh, making sure they're doing it. I think these guys, these kids, are smarter now where you know they pick up on stuff you know i think you know when i when i was growing up i, I wasn't gonna go in coach rod's office and say hey man i'm trying to play. i'm trying to play you know what i mean you know you're like you, you earn it you do what you gotta do but these kids will be in your office and they will <laughs> one after after a couple practices that they're not repping and they will hey, well, coach you know i i want to know you know it's been a couple days you know what's <laughs> yeah. up and i like that because you know
0: mm-hmm. hey okay uh-huh. well this is
2: why you know, you got to tell them the why these kids need to know the why. So I think as long as you're honest with them, you know, you tell them, you know, well, this is the reason why you're not playing or I think you can do this better. I think you can do this better. Keep doing this. I think as long as you're straightforward with them and they see yeah. and they trust you, as long as they trust you, you're all yeah. right. You're going, I was kind of curious
0: right. if that was a thing, because it kind of seems like it a little bit, especially with the transfer portal. It's like, ew, you won't let me play. I'm going to leave. You know, like it seems so whiny, baby. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's petty. everybody's it's petty. very empowered now they, like they see it and then like oh yeah i have a voice like you know what i mean where before it was just like you were kind of scared to talk to the coaches and i think
2: and that false epic there's that sorry, false hope that as soon as i hit the portal exactly. well there's gonna be 10 schools yeah waiting for them. you know so i think in their minds you know well, hey I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this video on twitter you know i'm gonna make it shine and you know, i most of the practice <laughs> clips <laughs> you know what i mean but you know, but they're mm-hmm. doing their thing. I can't hate, you know. And they think these schools are just going to be knocking down their doors. And a lot of these kids are finding out the hard way that, you know, exactly. that grass ain't always green. These are
0: facts. And I wish more people understood that because that's so true in every part of life, let alone sports. Like, you should be mm-hmm. thankful you're at a D1 right. school, you know, or even a D2 school because, honey, you might yeah. not get to play at all, you know.
1: Especially a right. top school. Exactly. Like, especially top 25 school. Yeah. For sure.
2: And I get the I get the quarterback realm. You know, if you're a quarterback, you you can't you, you mm-hmm. want to be backup. I get that. I, I get that. off. but a, a backup running back who who is a sophomore that's like not playing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. come on, brother. You know,
0: you know you, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, stop. Calm down a little bit. I'm curious too. So since we've also seen yes. this craziness with. um, you know, like the Power Five conferences and how there's been a lot of switch-up transitions. Now they're talking about, you know, eventually, yeah. God knows, we'll probably end up like the NFL, AFC, NFC sort of type of thing. Um, but with the uh, Big 12, I mean, hate to say it, but losing Texas and Oklahoma is a big loss for us. Do you think that West Virginia would be better off staying in the Big 12, or do you think we should try to go to another conference?
1: Well,
2: here's the thing, and uh, no. no, you know, I'm sure they've tried to get in the ACC or tried to get in the Big Ten before. But you know, you have these schools. It's kind mm-hmm. of what ended the Big East. You know, you have these schools that are big basketball. So Big East problem was the basketball schools georgetown and all those guys had just as much of a vote as rockers in those football schools so you know when we had chances to expand you know i think we could have got penn state or one of those guys back then they were like well, no this is a basketball school this mm-hmm. is a basketball excuse me basketball conference was a basketball conference so miami and you know i think virginia tech boston college they left they're like well, we're going to acc you know we're, but i think now schools are finding out where the money is good granted you know i think you know and if anyone's been to Morgantown can see you know we have reaped the benefits of the big 12. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the facilities know, the basketball facility is amazing the football facility is amazing the baseball stadium i don't know (laughs) that there's a better one out there and they just built a track so the money's good but like Mm -hmm. with anything it comes with a cost you know and you know i think you know you know for you know football they fly charter planes we stay in a a five-star hotel you know basketball, Kevin. You can speak to that. You you may have to spend a week yeah. out in Kansas. You know, play Kansas, play yeah. Kansas State, and come home. You know, or play Baylor, play. You know, so it's a little bit more stressful on your non Olympic sports. You know, we play one game. We play one game a week, and every other week we're traveling. So it's mm-hmm, not yeah. as much stress on football. You know, with that, but I think it, it's more the so. You know, I think if you dig in ACC, it, it yeah. logically it makes more sense. But you know, and then at the end, of the end, you know, for these guys, and it's always been, you know. About you know how much money can we get for this? How much can we do for that? So uh, uh, I'm more of the sites. Uh, I, I think, you know, I think certain sports right. should be able to play in certain sports. So why can't mm-hmm. West Virginia play mm-hmm. in Big East basketball? You know, have the have. I think I think let people do that, and then you kind of say, well, hey, you know, we want to form our conference. We want to do this. You know, if we want to play in ACC or whatever, and they vote for that. Let us do that instead of just saying, you know. Kind of how you know some sports do it now. You know, I think you know Georgetown's in right. the Big E's, but football they're FCS. You know, so just let give people the option. You know, if it makes more sense, you know, for your volleyball team to be in the MAC, mm-hmm. then play in the MAC. And you know, I think our soccer team does that. So I think that I think that I think that would help mm-hmm. a school like us a little mm-hmm. more. Because you know, most of our rivals are on this side of the country, you know, we can play Cincinnati, we can play Marshall, we can play all those guys, and it's a bus trip, and it saves, and in the essence, you know, you're saving the, your athletic mm-hmm. budget, the money, anyways, yeah. and your fans are more into it. Now, I don't think you can ask your average Mountaineer fan, you know, are any of these schools <laughs> our rivals? No, you know, Hags. no, maybe, you know, but so you know, it's it, on one side, you know, the you know, people are going to come because they're fans, but you know, you want yes. these pit game coming up, that's going to be crazy, you know, Virginia this year was crazy i didn't get to go to the game mm-hmm. but i heard the atmosphere was insane so you know, that's what you, you know if yeah. i'm an ad that's what i'm pushing to my fan hey we're going to give you every home game is going to be exciting and we're at least mm-hmm. going to give you four or five yeah. road games sure. that you can be Well i think you, people you, you forget too i mean it's well. a little
0: bit different now that we're in the big 12 granted we've got fans all over the country we show out no matter where we're at but when we play mm-hmm. a team on the east coast dude you really see it oh, i mean yeah, they are sure. there oh yeah.
2: oh yeah i mean we had just this year basketball. Exactly, I mean, we have yes. more fans in there than anybody. Was it? Carolina, yeah, I think Charleston, South, yeah. South Carolina, Tra- uh, Charleston. So, yeah. So uh, we, we 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 travel. But like I said, mm-hmm. a lot of our fan base are in these places, South Carolina, especially Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte is a big, big hub. You know, anytime I'm in, I always see yeah. the WB down there. So, um, but it, like I said, it'd be good to, to really market, you know, market to your fan base that this is, you know, we're thinking mm-hmm. about you. We're not just thinking about the money. We're thinking about you, know, you and the, the Joe Joe Schmo who who pays, exactly. pays to come to the games. And and
1: I that. think most of our rivals are in the ACC now. A lot of the guys from a lot like you got Pittsburgh, you got Syracuse, you got Notre Dame, you got all these guys that are in the ACC right now. Yeah. So it it makes the most sense why we wouldn't be in that conference. And like you said, it split it up where at least the basketball right. could be in that conference. You know, because for I, like you said, the trip is different for basketball. You got you come back you sometimes you stay on the road for like a week and sometimes you come back at like three in the morning and now you got to go to class at eight, eight o'clock class in the morning and they don't yeah. want to hear you tired or nothing like that you got to go to class so i right. think it just it makes sense right. for everybody to to do it that way like you said
2: definitely definitely and like you said who, who's to say you know let's form our own conference get, get <laughs> yes. the band back together you know let's say hey you, know, you go to these presidents and say, listen, you know, what do you what is your what is your athletic budget? What is your athletic budget? What if we all 12 got together and play, you know, this play? And I think maybe not in the next couple of years, but it's going to be a regional sport, football, league where it's going to be south. There's going to be the northeast, midwest and the west coast. And the best 65, 68 teams are going to kind of play. And they're going to kind of branch off from the rest of these you know, conference USAs and some belts and say, hey, going to do a thing because you know poor Cincinnati. Yep. You know they've done everything they're supposed to do, and they're they're not going to make the playoff because you know, well, hmm, can we get Michigan? Hmm, that's traveling, that's money, that's. A, yeah. Can we get Ohio State? Can we get Notre Dame? You know, there's there's eight schools they're going to pick that have yeah. yeah.
0: losses.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? And the way you ju- and the way you justify it is you say which is so well, wrong. I mean, what else? What is, is, else power 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 power
0: to to do these teams have to, do, to, do, do? Do, to so- do? do? What do you got to do?
2: Exactly. Sure. exactly so that's what i'm saying to, to i think more adapted that now say if i had my one sports wish i'd say hey you know, if I'm the head of the WU, I'm saying, hey, I'm bringing Pitt, I'm bringing Syracuse, I'm bringing Pitt State. I'll, I'll go after some of the guys and say, hey, let's play this East Coast thing, and you know, let let let's make let's put off the best product
0: yeah. that, I that I we say, can that, out there. Is
1: that a flawed system? The college football playoffs is that a flawed system? Because like you said, like you got a team like Cincinnati who did everything that they can do, and they're still probably not going to make the playoffs. So like, what do you do? Like, how how can you overcome right. that? What well, what? Well, I think
2: the biggest misconception people realize that the college football playoff ain't even an NCAA mm. thing.
1: It's oh, their own that. separate
2: thing. Yeah, oh. NCAA wow. is the bowl system. So if you're a normal person that, you know, hey, well, this is the NCAA. It's not the NCAA. The college football playoff, it's its own thing. So those four teams that go that, they don't play for a national championship. They play for the college football playoff oh. wow. championship.
1: Wow, so that makes sense.
2: You know, that's that, so, so those four games—that's why they made it two games because they can they can prop they they can profit off the the, the semifinal and the final and then the NCAA say, well, okay well we'll keep the New Year six you know the, your Orange Bowls and your your Sugar Bowls and all that stuff then the other bowls were like well that's not fair you got to rotate so there's, it's it's a you know every, not, not the big the big guys don't get to do it but you know it's it's it switches so you know it's it is a flawed system yes where you know. Like I say, Cincinnati, your best bet is a New Year's Six bowl. You, you're not going to be able to play in the college football playoff, yeah. which is it's it's, it's a tragedy. Yeah. And, and that it,
0: breaks your heart. Those poor kids. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Pr- Come you on. You pretty much
1: recycling the same teams. Pretty much. You got you're gonna have your Alabamas. You're gonna have your Clemson's. Maybe you're gonna have like you know your blue.
0: You your know, Michigan, your Ohio schools. State. Yeah,
1: like you know what I mean. So. And-
2: I tell you guys this. I did a diversity conference. Uh, Big Twelve, they do a great job of just you know sending sending this stuff. So I went to this conference in in, in Texas, and they every representative had prep was everything. And I asked the the president, I asked the commissioner from the Big Twelve. I was like, well, why can't why can't the bowl system, even if even if it doesn't, so say the Cotton Bowl or mm-hmm. even the Monte carry, whatever the worst bowl, why don't we have a system where they get to pick the best of the best? So say, so say you're a Charlotte bowl or whatever it is. They get to pick, okay. An SEC team and a pack. 12 you know, they get to pick the best bit instead of right now, every bowl has a a, a conference affiliation. So SEC plays big 10, big 10 plays, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, if I'm Detroit, (sighs) I don't want two Mac teams playing. I want to see if I can get Michigan Mm -hmm. and Ohio State to come, you know, come play in our bowl game. Or if I'm in the East at the West coast, I don't care if, Florida State comes here. I want USC and, you know, a team out out west to come. So I think th- there's a way to do the system where, you know, everyone mm-hmm. can kind of
1: yeah.
2: eat, as they say. You know, but, you know, if I'm Cincinnati, you know, and you say, you won't let me go. Well, then, all right, we do get the Orange Bowl. And we do get this. And we do get that. And, and we get to do that with that. So I think there's a way to save the bowl system and still kind of make everybody happy. But I think eventually, you know, if I'm Alabama, they should have to play. Yes. You know uh, uh, these non-power five schools don't schedule Campbell one. don't schedule these these SEC you know don't schedule these FCS teams you know make these power five teams play so now they get their shot and hey if they don't win they don't win but at least you know you know there there's some there's some correlation there's some correlation to it And a lot I know scheduling yeah. they always say well, scheduling this mm-hmm. and that oh, people buy out of contracts see. all the time. <laughs> So I don't want to hear. Well, I just, they just fire what's his face. They pay these coaches yeah. eighteen million dollars not to coach. So, uh, so don't say you don't have money. You know. So I think there's a way to, to to get that. So where you know Cincinnati can say, well, they play Notre Dame, and they play, bang. Mm-hmm. You oh. know. So now your schedules match up. You know. You, you know. So you know it, it could be it could be uh, beneficial, mm-hmm. and, and it kind of will even itself out by just playing. Because so that's mm-hmm. how the NFL does it. Everyone plays everybody, exactly. and the best eight make the playoffs. It ain't just the AFC gets to play this and yeah. the NFC, you know, it's not like that. So yeah. I think we can get a better system. I do you think there be a uh, better system. Do you
1: think it's feasible to have like a tournament like the NCAA tournament, like basketball has? Because, I mean, obviously the game is much more physical in football than it is basketball, mm-hmm. longer recovery time and everything. Right. But do you think it's feasible to have that, uh, maybe not 65 teams, but maybe a less you amount of what? teams and I- have that each week?
2: Yeah. Our level. At our level, we play. You know, if, if you can play all your games, you can be 15. Mm-hmm. You can play up to 15 games in a season, which mm-hmm. I think is just about the max you, got, which you play. Which, you know, I think the semifinals are today, and then the championship is like down, down. I think they take two weeks off to give them kind of a break from the championship. So I think there's a way. Uh, I wouldn't play 12 games, I'd play 11, but I'd make week 12 kind of mm-hmm. like your champ, the first round of the playoffs as a per se. So instead of having these conference championship games where these teams are playing repeat games and all this stuff, you know, make that week twelve, you know, the first round of the playoffs. So get like you said, Kev, get your best sixteen or even match up the best eight power five yeah. against the non power five the non power five. Okay. And and see where they rank. And then kinda you know, I say I think I think 13, 14 is about about the max, but if we do a championship week, we kind of get the... Yeah, that's sell, much more exciting, man. Like, anyway. that's,
1: like is, at least you get some parity, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. now, every, every you know every year who's going to be yeah. in the bowl games. like me and <laughs> you sell yeah.
2: this championship week, you know, playoff, man. top 16, you know, I don't... I don't, I don't, I only want 20, <laughs> I don't even want it all. Just, I'm doing it as a fake. <laughs> <But, but> we <laughs> we freak it like that, but but there's a way. There's a way, but like I said, do some crossovers. Like make make the Pac-12 play the MAC yeah. champion, and then the MAC champion play the Big 12. You know, make it make it make it that. Have that kind of mm-hmm. that first round. Not saying they're eliminated. Still keep your bowls, and I think and I think your bowl exactly. games can be like your next round games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now this little Caesar Bowl and all these bowls that you know draw five thousand. Now well, hell, Nebraska and. North Carolina are playing in this game. Now, you know, I think it benefits everybody. Yeah. And yeah. It, it keeps man, everyone so
0: kind of happy. For football president. I mean, yeah, for real. that's saying. what I'm saying,
1: man. We're we going to stay in contact. Hey. We got to we gotta talk some behind the scenes stuff, man. <laughs> yes.
0: ESPN, yeah, we got a
1: lot of good ideas going on right now.
0: Uh, we're getting kind of late into this conversation, but there's something we have to ask you because we ask everyone that comes onto the podcast, your favorite or best memory at WVU out of everything.
1: It could be off the field or on the field. Whatever. Oh wow! Whatever, it does Official visit
2: was the Ohio State game where we played mm-hmm. W. It was More and all that stuff, and just the atmosphere. I've never seen that most electric atmosphere, and like I said, that's when I fell in love with W. So my my first, you know, like I said, I'd gone to some games. It was a spring game, and that kind of stuff. But that atmosphere when they played playing Ohio State was crazy. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Yep, that electric this is where I'm atmosphere." You know? <laughs> that was definitely. But if I have to pick one and then of course my close second mm-hmm. would of course be you know some of the games we oh. played, you know, Of course Virginia Tech. We like LA like beating Pitt, but I think my, my rival was Virginia Tech. I really yeah. I really really couldn't stand the Hokies. You know, and they were really good. You really good, so it made it made it really, really special beating them a couple times.
1: And his third favorite memory was meeting me on the field a few <laughs> weeks ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. We believe that. And saves,
1: and saves I was na- say that nightmare, Dave.
2: I didn't want to be accused as a homer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic uh,
1: one more question before, uh, before you go man because you did play you did make it professional you did make it to <laughs> the NFL and you did play in in the um very, very prestigious uh, football school WVU. So, like, what do you tell these guys when you're coaching them about the professional life? Or there maybe you got have some guys who have aspirations, or even maybe somebody who has unrealistic aspirations. So, yeah. So, what do you tell them? Well, first and foremost,
2: I tell them if you want to play in the league, play. As you can see, I'm five nine, two 5'9", 225 pounds, and I made that a double A school in Western West Virginia. I didn't play in Notre Dame, played at West Virginia. So if you're, if that's your goal. Then shoot for the shoot for your dreams and do it. Now it becomes my uh, goals to see. Well, how can I get you to that guy? Okay. okay. So how can I make you the best player you can be? And I tell mm-hmm. guys, that may not be the league. That may be CFL. That may be XFL. And may just be an all conference guy. You know. But mm-hmm. I want to get you to, to, to get to your best potential. And I tell my guys, about my experience, Did I want to play ten years and make millions of dollars. Hell yeah! But I got to play. In the NFC Championship game, I got to play in some playoff games. Dope. I got to play four years. If I can live to fifty-five, I'm gonna get a pension and a 401 k and, yes. and checks. That's stuff. dope. So, you know, that's that's my reality. That was my football dream, and all I want to do is play. You know, get to the league. I got drafted, so of course, you know, only only thirty-two guys can be first-round picks, and only this you know, every, every year. So, don't don't let that be don't let that be your, your goal to say, "Well, I didn't do that." Hey. If you get picked up on the practice squad, you made it to the league.
1: Exactly. You know, exactly. If
2: you did this, you made it to this. So, whatever your dream is, and I was them, first start your first role should be to graduate. You know, I want you to graduate, you know, and and, and get that degree cuz a lot of these guys that were recruiting, these are the first they're the first people in their families to even go to college. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's heavy. So always make sure I put that in their their mailbox. Say, Listen, you got a chance to be the first generational college graduate and play ball and do this. So, keep I would say, I would say, keep your mind on the goal. You know, keep your mind on the goal. Don't let, don't let the outside back because it's too easy. You can go on Twitter and say, "Oh man, you look this and look at that." That's not reality, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if, and I told them, your rappers already tell you that reality, and they still don't listen.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <is so>
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> they still don't listen, so I, think, you know, I, I don't know what to tell them. That. That's yeah.
1: true, man. Help spread the word about our podcast. Leave us a review and tell a friend.
0: Well, Quincy, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a oh, great man.
1: conversation. I really appreciate it, for sure.
2: Power that pass, man. Jay's Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> man.
1: Time flies when you're having fun, man. Yeah. Right. Well, but definitely, appreciate
2: it, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys again.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, if you, you have... To... Oh, what? I Sorry, I was just gonna say yes. we definitely
2: need to have you back on um, yeah. throughout next year too when you have time between coaching sure. and stuff. Well, if you do a tournament special about the basketball, you know, I do, I do, you know, I mean, I, I ain't a pick guy, but you know, I can, got, I can kind of do my two cents in there. So if you have a, like a kind of a tournament special podcast, I'm all in. There we go. All I right, love bet. it.
0: Quincy Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. There, there we go.
0: Yes. <laughs> Another edition go, of the final forecast with me, one of your co-hosts, Ashley, my boy, Kevin Jones. Yo. John will join us hopefully next week. Dave, our producer with us today. That's me. And again, huge thank you to you, Quincy Wilson.
1: Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Stay,
2: stay out there. Sir.